break. Um, Welcome to the XYZ XYZ Podcast. Podcast, The podcast where we talk about entertainment and the creative process. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, I'm Miko. I'm the Y. I'm Zach. I'm the Z. And today's... uh, There's no particular X factor. No, the X is the dead and they speak... They speak. I don't know. I'm not going to harp on that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about Star Wars. Yeah. We're going to talk about Star Wars and we're talk- probably getting some succession and some Watchmen talk as well. Yeah. Uh, Watch hot, late breaking news. Uh, as of this recording, no Watchmen season two. Yeah. D. Lindelof is like, I, I'm out. I told my story. Yeah. Uh, I respect that decision. Yeah. I don't know. It's I a complete, it's a very complete story. So, you know, yeah. I see. I see where that is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it would be I, me personally. I think it'd be fun to have another season, kind of like we said, anthology style. Um, but uh, I mean, it's a complete story. So if there's not another one, it's like I see that. I see that very very well. I mean, I feel like if Damon Lindelof is like, ah, this is not what I'm like. I don't have something immediately in my head for this yeah, yeah. in HBO because it sounds like HBO is going to give him the like just a blank check to do whatever he wants. Yeah. So. Uh, if that just means he's going to go and do, like, another season of a different show. Yeah. And just, like, give us something new. I don't know. That's cool, I too. liked Like, I like The Leftovers more than I like Watchmen. So, like, I like Watchmen a lot. Uh, they're both amazing. I just want to see Damon Lindelof making more shit, is yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> as long as it's good. I don't know. I never watched Lost. I never People watched Lost. To be, I never yeah. watched The Leftovers. I know my friends were obsessed with Lost. Yeah, I remember people being, like, crazy over it, and then I remember some backlash at the ending. Yeah, the finale. Uh, I've heard, like, some people more recently say good things about the ending. Yes. So, I don't fully know. I don't know. I mean, I never watched it, um, so I don't I don't know. Um, and, in any case, the, um, well, I mean, that's that's a nice segue, because uh, who... Who, who also it? created Lost? Yeah, who also created Lost. Uh, uh, yeah, a guy named J.J. Abrams. Oh, talking yeah. about uh, endings that... People have different opinions on Yeah. Uh, uh, I've heard him called Jar Jar Abrams now. Jar Jar Abrams. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> after, after this movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe you and I have spoken. Yes. Uh, I, I remember seeing... So, like, <laughs> I saw it, uh, I think, opening weekend Sunday, I want to say. Yeah. And then you saw it the... I saw Christmas Eve. I, I texted you... Or I texted right you. after. I texted oh. you to ask you about it. Right? Yeah. Oh, I kind of. Ooh. Let me see if I can find that actually. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, oh, this is juicy. Because I just see. Okay, so just going just for me personally going into it, I had seen like two differing opinions, just very two very extreme differing opinions. One specifically that said, "Oh, this is going to unite all the fans. It's going to be great. It's awesome." Uh, and the other one was like, "It's terrible as fuck. It's the worst ever." And I was like, okay, well, I mean, that sets me in neutral to see this. Yeah. And uh, so I saw it. I enjoyed it at the time. Just to, you know, I enjoyed it. I recognized that it was a mess. And then I, and then um, when I, I watched a couple of videos explaining why the, the certain people that made these, these were full fat, the full fat videos, um, video essays on it and about why they disliked it. And I was like, oh yeah, I see that. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with the points they made. I don't, it didn't color, it didn't color my perception of hating it. I didn't hate it as a result of the points, but I agree with the points themselves. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then I was like, ooh, Zach is about to see this. What, what is his opinion going to be? Uh, well, I, I really liked The Last Jedi a lot more than I liked. I, li- I did, Force Awakens was good. Yeah. I prefer The Last Jedi. And then just, so this is just me walking in to the Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Is just with all the back um 
background noise and everything, and just everyone complaining about The Last Jedi and complaining about the sequels, honestly, I was a little tired of Star Wars. Yeah. A little, little bit like, ugh, everyone's talking about it. Uh, there was some shit going on with directors. Uh, Colin Trevorrow, right. obviously, was originally scheduled to do it. Yep. They came out with a really bad movie. Uh, and that combined with the fact that fans were up and armed about The Last Jedi, they were like, well, let's bring back J.J. Abrams to write the course. Uh, except, I don't know, I kind of felt going in that, you know, like, I feel like J.J. Abrams has already told a Star Wars story. Yeah. Uh, and bringing him back, like, I felt like was, and it did, in my opinion, uh, kind of negate a lot of things from The Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, anyways, and then I saw the reviews coming out, uh, so, and I feel like that might have co- colored my perceptions. Okay, yeah. Um, I tried to go in as open as possible. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, this Palpatine thing sounds interesting. Um, I don't know if it's a decision I agree with, but I'm interested to see it. And then immediately the title sc- crawl goes down. <laughs> and it's- the Palp- Palpatine thing is in the title crawl? Yeah. And I was like, like, what? What? Because that's a movie. You yeah. don't, you don't, you don't do that off screen. That's right. a movie, right? You don't. Yes. Um. Anyways, um. I found the text. Uh. You texted me. Thoughts? Question mark. Verdict? Question mark. And then I responded twenty five minutes later because I was still in the movie. Yes. Well, that's one message. <laughs> it was a movie. <laughs> and your reaction was LMAO. Yeah. yeah. You are laughing right now. Yeah. And then I said, "Wait, I'm in the credits." Was Carrie Russell the Power Ranger lady? Because uh, obviously I yeah. did not notice that it was her. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously I was in the credits seeing Carrie Russell's name on the screen. Yeah. Uh, you said, yes, you're just finishing up okay. Then I said, just walking out. Haven't digested. First reac- reaction, mostly negative. But like, could have been worse maybe? <laughs> I don't want to be negative. I don't know. It was Star Wars, I guess. No, no, no. And then you say, lol. Lol. And then I say, Babu Frick is Kang. Okay. Which is still true. Still true. I think so. At least I like him. You said, I watched some negative reviews after seeing it, and they were all up your alley about why it sucked. Which is basically what you just said. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I said, J.J. Abrams being more of a focus group than a director and basically mining our nostalgia, question <laughs> mark? It was cool to hear Qui-Gon's voice. I like that that's a thing I latched on in the moment. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then you said, yeah. And then I screamed. Screamed means I typed it in all caps. Yeah. She couldn't have been no one? Right. Uh, Right. Right. Yeah. Also, the writing telling instead of showing, that's you. And then I said, yes. And then you said, haha, yeah. And then I say, you know my first eye roll. The Palpatine voice reveal in the opening scroll. In the opening, which yes. Is what we're just, yeah, I get that it was in the trailers, but it feels... Okay. Now I'm just reading text as a podcast. That's what I'm... <laughs> um, XYZ, the podcast where we read texts. I get that that was in the trailers, but that feels like a big universe-changing thing that maybe should have been on screen. Yes! Exclamation, exclamation point. That's you. Yeah. Uh, I got myself in a good place when that John Williams theme starts up. I really was. Yeah. I was, like, sitting there, and I was like, Down. look... Oh, man. When that fucking... I love how Star Wars movies end. Yeah. Yeah. It gets me so high. Hearing the... Bah! But, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. fucking replicate that. That's... Oh, it gets you pumped every time. Uh, and then... The dead speak! Exclamation point. Uh, let's see. Uh, two seconds in, I'm looking at the screen thinking, Oh, that's how this is gonna be, huh? <laughs> 
yeah, and literally, I watched it again last night uh, because I have journalistic standards. Yeah. And I wanted, because I've watched like 10 movies since I've seen it, I gotta be honest with right, you. Right, right. I've watched a lot of better movies. You have to remember. Watched it out. Yeah. yeah. Watched some. You know what one movie I watched that it's arguable about whether it's better or not, but it's a movie I saw for the first time? Sure. What I saw it? Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is that is arguable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it as well. I didn't really think too much about it, so, yeah. I, I really liked, like, the first 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Like, everything up to the train heist. The train heist was cool, and then, you know, I got mixed feelings about the rest of the movie. Yeah. Uh, there are things like, what's your name, son? Han? Oh, no, we need a last name. Why do Star Wars movies need that last name? Why? So why? 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 I just... Okay, okay, okay. I'm just gonna, we're gonna get into this, okay? Alright, yeah. I got feelings, and now I have a platform. Oh, yeah. And I'm gonna talk about it. Talk about your feelings. Because I like The Last Jedi. I know not everyone does. Yeah, yeah. I know you know. I mean, it's funny, like, so just just to get the opinions all straight, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I um, I feel okay. So I enjoy as a the as a as a moviegoer. That's just like watching something. Yeah. I enjoyed the Force Awakens. I was like mi- kind of like neutral to negative on Last Jedi, and okay. enjoyed the Rise of Skywalker. As as somebody who was like, oh, this is fucked up, and like in terms of writing, and like is not great, and or or is great, yeah. or in, in terms of like a, the more film critic side of me. I'm like I don't respect the Force Awakens. I respect the Rise of Skywalker even less than I respect the Last Jedi. So that's that's how I am. It's like as just like oh, as an entertainment product, I enjoyed uh, the JJ uh, entries more. And but as like a film critic, like artist nerd, I definitely enjoyed Last Jedi more. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I I do feel like something about the Rise of Skywalker and in talking with people. Uh, in real life, I've noticed that uh, I've, I've talked to a lot of people and been like, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had fun. That's what they said. And then I immediately was like, okay, shut down. Shut down. Don't be critical. Don't be overcritical. And, I, and, and look, there are fun parts to it. Yesterday yeah, yeah. I went and I saw it and I was like, oh, there's fun space stuff happening. And I'm in a movie and I'm eating popcorn. And, right. Yeah. You know, the, the, the wars certainly have stars and the stars, they certainly, <laughs> they have wars. Yes. Um... <laughs> You know, Babu Frick's in it. Ian McDermott, Diarmond, the guy who plays Palpatine. Palpatine, yes. Uh, whose name I'm mispronouncing. I rewatched the prequels before this, also. Yeah. Uh, it's probably McDermott or something. Like how you Mc- probably McDermott. Yeah. I, I know. I know. It's like spelled like McDiarmid with extra vowels, but probably I'm thinking of how like names morph, and it's probably just pronounced McDermott. I. He. He like. He can be given the most bullshit dialogue, and he, he doesn't care. He'll go 110%. Yes. He fucking re- – 110% like underselling it. Dude. Yeah. He's yeah. he's going all in, and I love it. Yes. And he makes the prequels work. He makes, yeah. He makes he – ma- I mean, look. If you, Episode if you, three, he's just there just yeah. – Oh, chewing with scenery. He's oh. God. He's great. Yes. And watching him in episode nine, like I was rewatching it yesterday, and I was just thinking, you know what? I don't necessarily like that they're bringing Palpatine back, but I like that they're bringing him back. You yeah. Know? Yes. And I like that. You know, I don't care that the first three lines of the movie, he's telling us that Snoke was a clone. That the first right. because the first thirty minutes Snoke. of that movie are just a fucking fucking. Exposition drop. I don't know. Boom. Uh, um, 
uh, yeah. Um, okay, wait. So back to what I was going to say. Because yeah. I have a big old thing. Okay, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a big old thing. And I don't know if I can properly articulate it. But I'm going to try. So, the moment in episode four. New Hope, first Star Wars movie. Gets yeah, okay. Yeah. The moment where Star Wars becomes Star Wars, as far as I'm concerned, within the movie Star Wars, you could argue the moment Star Wars becomes Star Wars is the moment when the title crawl happens. Sure. The movie yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. The movie, the moment the wars of the stars start for me. I feel like this isn't 100% of the hot take. I feel like lots of people have said this. You got Luke Skywalker. He's there on Tatooine. It's, it's sunset. Yeah. He's looking up at the two suns. You've got the beautiful John Williams score. Oh, yeah. And he's just looking up at the sky and he's thinking, what's out there? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and there's so much mystery, so much hope. There's a new hope, some might even argue. <laughs> um, you know? And, and, and anything can happen. And and then I think, like, like, like he goes and, he, you know, he, he has no path set ahead of him. He can do whatever he wants, essentially. You know? It's, it's all a mystery. It's all... You know, the Jedi are dead, right, essentially. Right. He's the last hope for them. Yeah. He's a new hope. Uh, which means the Jedi are whatever he wants to make of them. <laughs> or whatever happens to him, that's the fate of the Jedi. Yeah. And uh, then they go and they make the prequels. And, and you see the Jedi for what they were in their heyday. And you know, you see Yoda for who he was in his heyday. Yeah. You know what? Yoda kind of sucks in the prequels. <laughs> he's an asshole. Yeah. He's a total asshole. In fact, the Jedi are assholes. The Jedi kind of suck in the prequels. They're yeah. a big, bloated institution... And then Anakin Skywalker is like, oh, I'm starting to see the flaws. Obviously, he gets turned in a bit the wrong direction. Yeah. He embraces the dark side. Yeah. But he is not 100% wrong. The institution of the Jedi yeah. has become a bit, uh, what's the word? It's, uh, where, where what's you, it? Like, bought into your own hype. and you're, oh, you're getting institution. I would say institution. Riding on your curtail? No. Institutional rot. Yeah. In set in. And they, uh, yeah, they, 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 um, they believe their own myths too much, and uh, and I mean, there was another thing. It was like the the toxic stoicism about them yeah. is like too, you know, is too ingrained now. And I think something that like happens in those movies mm -hmm. is you sort of start to realize, like, oh, 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 oh okay, uh, the Jedi and the Sith have always been waging this war of good versus light. Um, uh, <laughs> you said good versus light, which is fun. Yeah. Um, the dark side's now the light side. Right. Uh, good versus evil. Good versus evil. Uh, yeah. The dark versus the light. Uh, and then we get the last Jedi. We go to that little island that uh, the last Jedi's at. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Luke. And he's there and he's like, the Jedi have to die, man. Like, the Jedi, that's like an outdated institution. Yeah. And, and Ray's there. She's like looking at some dark side shit. And like, I almost feel like that whole movie's about like, we can move past the old institutions. We can go towards something new and fresh. And, like, it ends with a similar moment to Luke looking at the two sons. It ends right, with a little yeah, kid yeah, being kid, like, yeah. rebellion. I, I believe that there's a future where I'm not in the stables cleaning up the stables. Right. And I am using a broom like it's a lightsaber. And then, uh, and I feel like it's almost a statement of, like, we can do fucking anything with Star Wars. We can move forward with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, like it was a really open-ended ending. And, and I mean, then, I mean, thematically, again, this is the parts where I liked last year yeah. is like, well, thematically, it's like, well, this dualism, this polarization is like, is kind of like the poison. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, 
yeah, that's that kind of sums up our world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get like enlightened centrist or whatever about it. Sure, but yeah, because uh, like, I do think there because like in politics, sometimes you do have to make you definitely have to make a choice. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I, I I'll admit to being polarized to a certain degree on a yeah. on a certain level, but you know you do have to recognize that there are gray areas and things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. the rise of Skywalker happens, and it's basically like. Uh, because The Last Jedi ends with this idea of, like, we gotta push forward to the future. Yeah. Uh, and whatever happens, happens. And The Rise of Jedi just, or Rise of Skywalker, thematically to me, just feels like J.J. Abrams was like, no, 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 no. The past was great. Let's go back to the past. Let's bring back fucking Palpatine. Uh, let's, let's basically pretend The Last Jedi didn't happen. Um, you know, let's just embrace all these things from the past. Let's Let's recreate the Jedi. Let's, instead of Rey going forward and creating a new name for herself, she has to be stuck with his old name. And I find it very interesting that J.J. Abrams, the son of two Hollywood producers, or two, two, like, seriously, like, he comes from a family of producers, and he also is currently writing a comic book, like a Spider-Man comic book, with his son. And it's essentially, like, his name's only on it to sell it, uh, and to get his son a name in Hollywood. So it almost feels like, oh, of course... This guy thinks that family names are always important. Yeah. You can't be no one coming from nowhere. Because that was a cool thing about Ray. Yeah. To me, I really loved when, like, that was one of my favorite things in The Last Jedi. Is I was like, that's a good choice. I like it. This means that Ray, like, anybody can come, like, a, a, a fucking Jedi can come from anywhere. They don't have to be yeah, the son are. of yeah. Darth Vader, you know? They yeah. can come from fucking anywhere. And instead it's like, no, you know what? No. No, they can't. Um, they can only come from these specific bloodlines, is how it feels. I don't know. Um, I have a billion other problems with this movie, but just thematically, <laughs> like, it just felt yeah. like, it just felt like, 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 it took two steps forward and five steps back. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, ah. It's like, I see, yeah, it's like, the past is great. Let's, let's just, let's just revel in it. Let's fucking revel in this shit. Yeah. I mean, I think and that's... And it was just like fan service over and over again. It was just But like, not done in, in a good way. I mean, yeah. It just, it just read like... Star Trek Into Darkness for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, because like, okay, like I, um, I didn't, I didn't. The fun, ironically, because I, I, uh, I'm more of a Trekkie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watching Into Darkness, like th- those parts fell flat for me. The the, the past lovingness of it. Yeah, and I'm like, I get that I'm supposed to feel something because it's like the mirror of Wrath of Khan. Yeah, but like I don't because it's so heavy handed. I feel like J.J. Abrams has this thing where he he. Only knows how to make villains who already exist. Uh, he's just like, hey, you know this cool villain? I want to use him again. Like, even Force Awakens was just like, hey, remember Darth Vader? Let's put another guy in a mask. Yeah, right. And, and Hux was just, you know, uh, Tarkin. Tarkin again. Uh, though I feel like, once again, Last Jedi almost, like, went a little different direction. I mean, I've never loved Hux that much. He's not that... He's not an interesting character. He's not that much, yeah, no. in general. Um, I think Kylo Ren is the most interesting character in these movies. Uh, and they end his arc an hour before the movie ends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at, at least that's how it feels to me. Uh, yeah. He basically has five lines after the wave planet. Right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, there are lots of good things in it. Uh, there's Babu Frick. <laughs> Um, there's cool space wars. Cool space stuff, yeah. I don't know. I like the festival thing. That's yeah. fun. Except for the, the one lady, like, 
who are these fucking strangers who are like, but what's your family name? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking space. Why does everybody, every culture in space have two names? Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, like I said, as an entertainment product, I was entertained. Mm-hmm. And I, but I'm like, pulling back from it, I'm like, there's no depth to this thing whatsoever. Like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, there are lots of, I, I, I apologize for just going on a large. Oh, no. No, like, I agree with all your points. Because, uh, like. like I do enjoy it a little bit. I, I agree with yes. all your points. Yeah, the, 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 what I'm saying is I I agree with all your points. Yeah. Although although it did not diminish the entertainment product value for for me. Although I could see I could easily see why a lot of people it did. Yeah, it's just yeah I I for for some somehow for me those are like separate entities and I'm like yes entertainment product good art terrible. <laughs> um, it's ter- it's terrible as a piece of art. <laughs> yeah. I'll admit, actually, I don't know. I, I just said that it was enjoyable, but also yesterday when I was watching it, now that I've seen it already, it's kind of bored. <laughs> for, for large swaths of it, uh, yeah. I went to the bathroom a couple times. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because, like, this, this doesn't feel like there's big stakes. They keep killing off people and then they're not dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and like, uh, and it's like we can hand wave anything with some speed with, with like two seconds like of dialogue. Superpowers right. now, like they can just do anything. Oh yeah, like yeah. Light yeah. speed, when light we, speed skip. Oh yeah, when when Palpatine put lightning the entire fleet, I was like, what the fuck. Oh, that was kind of cool. It was cool, but I was yeah. like, but like in a story, like. But also yesterday when that moment happened, I was watching it, being like, why isn't this over yet? Yeah. Well, I was like, well, it was cool at the moment. Now I'm like, you think back to it, you're like, wait a second. Like, if he could do that the whole time, like, or like, what, why, why does this dyad a thing? Like, what, what, what? Yeah, they don't really go into the dyad thing. They don't really explain. Everything, everything is just like one inch deep. There's also like 8,000 different things happening because it feels like J.J. Abrams goes into this movie pretending The Last Jedi essentially didn't happen. So he He doesn't like undo any of it well, he undoes a few he, he has to like he does have to backtrack he esa- yeah he essentially puts two movies in one cause he's like this is what cause I feel like he he threw in what he imagined episode 8 should have been yeah in his yeah. eyes uh, and he threw all of that into episode 9 along with episode 9 yeah I don't know it just didn't feel like a set it's supposed to be the big epic climax to this like I don't know cause I feel like Episode three ended its trilogy, and it, like, kind of made the prequels a little bit better. Yeah. Because, uh, like, it did have these good... I mean, it was what the prequels were building up to the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I rewatched episode three, and I actually really liked it this time around. Dude, like, like basically, like, I, 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 I've often said that, like, um, prequels and sequels have opposite problems. Yeah. Which is that uh, the prequels have a great overarching vision. Yeah. And... V- kind of like shitty execution in terms of dialogue and and maybe things are too CG and not practical enough. Yeah, and the acting's a little bit weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, these... yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with what you're yeah, going yeah, yeah. for here, yeah. And then the sequels have the opposite problem, like no overarching vision whatsoever at all, but the execution, it's, they're fun rides. They have, like, good moments. The acting's yeah. more committed, but and the dialogue is not so wooden and, like, Lucas-y, basically. And, but no fucking overarching vision whatsoever. Yeah. I, I, there's a part of me that feels like what they were trying to do, because I've heard this complaint a lot, where it's like, why didn't they just write the three movies? Yeah. Which is, like, I think 
I don't know. Because the original Star Wars trilogy, uh, that was a little bit fly by the seat of your pants, like, um, they made the first one, oh, okay, and then yeah. they made the other, like, right? I feel like they, they didn't they have, have as they, much of an overarching plan. Right, they had more changes that it became, yeah. became the father-son thing, and when it wasn't originally. Right? And, I, and I feel like they made a, might have been uh, thinking that the prequels were uh, a little bit too much. Uh, they had a specific ending in sight. And so I think they just kind of wanted to do this sort of challenge thing where each writer leaves. But that was immediately fucked up. Um, like, like each writer leaves the next writer yeah. with something new. Yeah. Um, and they're just like, here's a here here's the new movie. You get to start from here. This is a challenge. And they immediately fucked it up because J.J. Abrams was like, I'm going to throw mysteries in here. I'm going <laughs> to throw all these little... And, and I'm not going to explain any of them. I'm just going to yeah. leave that to the next guy. Like, there should have been some communication. You're the largest property... In existence, like I don't want to see a movie created by committee, but at the same time, like, which is what the Rise of Skywalker feels like, uh, is a movie created by committee, uh, yeah. by a committee that specifically was like, how do we appease all these angry nerds? Um, yes. Uh, and then, and then they uh, just—I um, don't know. They should have created a fucking overarching plan for that shit, because that was just not... Yeah, it was not. It just was not. <laughs> and they, like, I don't know. There are, like, little moments of fan service, like, of course Chewbacca should have always had a medal. Yeah. He should have always gotten a medal in the episode, and, like, but the way they give it to him feels so, very token. It's so... And it's so, like, wink-wink, like... Yeah. Uh, like, if you're gonna do that, then maybe have a conversation earlier in the movie... Where he's being, where he's like talking to Lando, and he's like, "I didn't even get a medal," or well, like he would be going, "Roar!" And Lando's like, "I know, I know, you've complained about not getting a medal all these times." And then in the end, like Lando goes up to him, and he's like, "Here you go, man. I thought you deserved this. Like that would have been something." Yeah. But instead, it was just, "Who who gave here's you a medal?" I it was it was that one lady. I think uh, it was either. Maz is that her name? Okay, Uke yeah, yeah. Yungo, the alien. Yeah, yeah. Or, or that one blonde lady who ends up also, and this is another moment of like token little wink, wink at the audience, which, in, which is not risk taking at all, or not. It's literally something that they cut out for certain in, international audiences. Was the lesbian kiss? Uh, I don't even remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. So it's in the end when they're all celebrating, uh, and, and, and the woman who was the woman who, like, told them all that Leia was dead. Yeah. Um, she uh, she kisses another woman. Okay. And it's literally a split second. It barely happens. It's literally just there to be like, see, aren't we cool and woke? Right. But it's fucking toothless. It's something they can cut out in other countries, and that's exactly why they did it. Yeah. That they could sell it to, like, China and Indonesia. Um, and the Star Wars movies famously don't get great for what they, like, comparatively to other blockbusters don't do that great in china okay yeah um because a lot of thing is like big blockbusters you kind of cater to china a little bit uh because it's becoming like a bigger and bigger market for hollywood but yeah. weirdly the star wars movies because they don't they don't have as much of the nostalgia there um it's not as big yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> like i think like i know the marvel movies i think do better there Okay. Yeah, um, I, I would believe that. Yeah, based off box. I'm, this is all based off box office results. A really, really random thing. I think I saw. I I was rewatching just that one, just the one scene where it's revealed that Thor is Lebowski Thor. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, like the the one that I saw on YouTube was uh, in theater Chinese subtitle version. Mm. 
And everybody just gasped. Like, I was like, oh, that translates very well, apparently. Yeah. 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 No, it's like a good, yeah. it's something people recognize. Yeah. Um, <gasps> you know, yeah. So much of these fucking Star Wars sequels are like, it's something you recognize if you've seen the Star Wars original trilogy yeah. and like lived on. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, and I personally just speak like, because uh, coming from that, uh, you know, being born in China yeah. and like having like cu- a cultural disconnect, the funny I think my the order I saw the movies in was backwards, completely. Really? I think I saw Return first, and then Empire, and then, um, and then Hope. Yeah. I don't even remember. But they were like years apart for me personally. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. When did you move to America again? No, like ninety. But I just 90, mean that yeah. it's it's not that it's not like when I moved here. It's just that like. The cultural indoctrination was not there. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, oh, like I, I went back and I actually saw a return in China when I went back in third grade. Oh, and my uncle was like, well, here's this Star Wars movie. You seem to like Star Wars. Why don't we watch it? Because I played the game. I played yeah. fucking... Um, Is that how you started? The, like, yeah, yeah. One of those Super Nintendo ones? No, I played X-Wing on, on PC. I remember that. I played yeah. X-Wing on PC, which was okay. But then I played TIE Fighter on PC, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. And that's how I was like, oh, I'm a Star Wars fan now. And then I go back and my uncle's like, well, you seem – for whatever reason, he, he got in the, the – uh, maybe I had a book with me that that was a Star Wars book. Another irony, which is like they came out after him. And he was like, well, you seem to like this thing. So we have this DVD – or not DVD at the time. It was like a, it was like a VCD mm-hmm. uh, of, of Return of the Jedi. So let's watch it <laughs> to appease you for whatever you – know. Because you were a fan of the fucking – uh, the merchandising. Yeah, yeah, the other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I saw that, and I think I don't remember how I'd seen Empire. Um, it could have been Return Hope Empire, but then like years later, I was like, wait, I've never seen Hope the whole, all, all the way through, despite liking the <laughs> franchise, because I'd also then played like a Jedi Knight. Yeah, but so th- that's one of the interesting things about Star Wars is it's so fucking tied to our culture. Yeah, that like. I don't know. I can't remember the first time I saw these movies. We all know the beats of the stories. Yeah. Uh, whether <clears throat> even if you haven't seen Star Wars, you kind of just through cultural osmosis, through other shows, yeah, parroting it. Um, like they're all the merchandise, as you said, the video yeah. games, yep. the books. Um, I don't know. It's just so there. It's so prevalent. Yep. It's so. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I, I when I was rewatching the original trilogy, every time I rewatch the original trilogy, it feels weird because I feel like I know these movies so much better than other movies, but also in the same time it's hard to be so it makes it kind of hard to be present and watch them because you feel like you know every beat and then you start to watch it and you're like, Oh well, I don't know if I've actually seen this. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. that as much as I say it, I think I have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember, like, also, another funny thing is playing X-Wing, I was just not good at video games as a kid. Yeah. At that time, I was like, and for, for whatever reason, I think I don't think they let you cheat and then move on in that particular game. So, uh, I, I remember, like, not getting very far in the game at all. And then, like, years later, years and years later, I come back to it, like, really, literally as an adult, probably, like, 25 or 26 years old. And I'm like, I beat it, and I'm like, oh, there's all this shit at the end that like is exactly tied to the movie. Oh, really? Where it's the, yeah. The, well, I mean, basically, you take as a pilot, so it's like, okay, you um, you do the prep. There's like a three missions at the Death Star, yeah. and I'm like, whoa, they actually put the Death Star in this shit. Is that the game where you steal the Death Star plans? No, that's uh, that's uh, Dark Forces. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's actually the first mission, and then there's other shit after that. Apparently. Yeah. 
which I, I have that. I've never, I haven't finished it because it actually is a hard game. But um, so X-Wing at the end, there's like three missions on the Death Star. Um, and you're flying around. It's like prep work for the trench run for the first two. It's like take out the fighter cover and take out the um, take out the towers, some of the turbo laser towers. And the third one, they basically are like they retcon the fact that Luke did it. And you're like, you're doing it now. You're in the trench run. <laughs> Do you and, have to feel the force to be able to do it? No, I just I think you just have to like hit vaguely like in the in the region of the porthole. <gasps> but you have to get the exact spot. It's a three meter. I know, I know, I know. So that's weird. But then they show they show the scene from the movie where you fly away and it explodes. That's pretty cool. It, that's it's fun. yeah, it's fun. Honestly, it would have been a little bit bullshit if you played that game and you did everything but but be the one to blow up the Death Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know the um, the trench one is like it's funny because like everything else is in space and yeah. it's like open you never get even close to a planet like i remember as a kid i was like that planet far away i want to get to it and then it's like it never happens um i just didn't understand that it's like well that's kind of the constraints of the engine you know technology whatever but everything else is in space and like uh and then suddenly like as an adult i'm like whoa you're at the death star like what the fuck like they they put in they specially engineered this extra part of it because tie fighter was later and it was a more advanced game mm-hmm. and more technologically forward and everything. And they didn't have anything planet bound. They just had like higher, they just had more details on the ships and everything yeah. and more ships. But then, yeah, like X-Wing had this like section where it was like, well, you're on the Death Star and it's like everything's different, you know? Yeah. So I thought it was, re- it was interesting coming back to that. That sounds really cool. But yeah, that's also another thing where it's like everything's out of order. And I'm like, yeah, like I never played through this game completely because because I mean- one of the missions just fucked me. I well, it it's funny looking back on it. It's like it's like the second mission, like the second campaign mission is yeah. you fly an A wing, and it's a scouting mission where all your objectives are literally well, there's an imperial fleet jumping in, and you're just supposed to scan them all. That's all. And it's like as a kid, I was like, oh, I must have to destroy all of them. And I'm like, I have an A wing. What the fuck? Yeah. And I remember turning on cheats and just slowly hitting, you know, slowly lasering a star destroyer to death. <laughs> It was it was like stupid basically, but it wouldn't uh, allow you to unlock the next level. Or right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. would finish, and it's like, well, no, you're still doing this again. You can't, you can't cheat. And be- I mean, and and as adults, like, oh yeah, you just like dodge a little bit, and yeah, sure, it's kind of annoying because ties are always on your tail. You decharge your weapons, and then you have max shields, and then you just like dodge a little bit, and then you go around. It's 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 fun. It's high tension. Yeah, yeah. But I remember, yeah, it's like never getting past that for a long time. I think like. As a teenager, I did, and then there was a second mission that like got stuck on. Do yeah. you remember seeing the prequels? Do you remember like when did you did you see yeah, them in yeah. the theaters? I think I might have seen the prequels before I saw New Hope ever. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Wow, how do you feel about the prequels back then? Oh, okay, so I remember my experience of Episode One was like that was an enjoyable ride. I had no complaints whatsoever about Episode yeah. One. No complaints. Yeah. I remember Episode Two. I was a teenager, and and specifically like an, an angsty emo teenager and i remember seeing the dialogue and the, the the romance scenes and i'm like this is cringe fuck this i was like fuck this this is like <laughs> i hate sand yeah yeah i was like this is so bad yeah and i mean okay the action scenes were fine but i was like that middle section with that i was like fuck this i hate this it's i think that's my least favorite one yeah is too because like there are things in one that are actively worse, maybe, than sure, two. Sure, But there are enough cool new things and cool... Like, even just... I don't know. Even just rewatching it now, I found a lot of too bad and boring. Um, and maybe too much of the CGI. Like, it's just... It's boring. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, even the action in it. I, 
I don't know. At least episode one has the pod racing. Yeah. And the absolutely. pod racing is cool. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I also saw episode one for the first time when I was like six years old. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, I had all these books and all the fucking... It's the merchandise. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, you had the yeah. merchandise, too. And yeah. I, I, I didn't dislike Jar Jar at the time. I didn't... I mean, I like if I rewatched that one, I probably wouldn't be really annoyed with him. No? Because I never had... I never got him as annoying, personally. When's the last time you've seen that movie? Man, it's been a while. It has been a while. Jar Jar's really bad. Yeah. I'm telling you that now. Jar Jar's really bad. Okay. Jar Jar's... Jar Jar's really bad. <laughs> and there's, like, a lot of bad in that movie it's it's not a good movie i'm not trying to right but when you're a kid seeing it for the first yeah, yeah. time I it's have, cool it's it's funny like yeah yeah like <laughs> I, I my recollection of episode one is i had no negative things to say about it at the time and like whereas for two and three i definitely had very negative things yeah. which, which is like two was yes the, the romance dialogue fuck that and then three was like like you're really we're gonna say we're gonna disagree agree to disagree basically at the end with obi-wan and and uh and Anakin on the lava things were like, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. I'm like, agree and disagree then. It's a point of matter, point of view. Throw yeah. up your hands. I mean, that was, I remember seeing back then and really disliking it. But I think if I were to rewatch it again, I think I would fall in line probably with more. I, I mean, feel like there's a version of episode three that is really good. And it's hampered down by all the other problems of the prequels. Yeah. And by the casting choices. I mean, obviously, keep Ewan McGregor. Keep Ewan yeah. McGregor. Um, you know, Hayden, Hayden Christensen, not so great. I don't I don't hate him in that, but I think... No, he's the, definitely the, better than Attack of the Clones. I, th- I uh, think I think the miscasting of Hayden Christensen isn't that, like, he's a bad actor. It's that he wasn't good enough to make the dialogue work. No, yeah. Because you need... The, yeah, you need Ewan McGregor. You, you need Ian, Ian McDermott. To make that level, that that campy dialogue work. Anakin in that movie kind of is your, like he's the crux. He's the main character. Yeah. It's his story being told. And Hayden Christensen is fine. Yeah, I, yeah. But you like, want somebody who can go toe to toe with Ian McDermott, going like, oh, just chewing the fucking scenery. Yeah. Just, somebody who can go toe to toe with Ewan McGregor, who's great. Yeah. Um, Ewan McGregor, or alternatively, just have the di- his dialogue be better. Yeah, his dialogue. Sucks. Yeah, and if his so is e- either you had you either would need a better actor to make the dialogue yeah. work or just have given better dialogue. But from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Is look, it's obviously the theme, and it's a good like it, that's the idea that is that should be his character motivation. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's writing the character motivation as dialogue yeah. instead of actually writing dialogue. And it's also <laughs> like, and it's also like clearly. A lot of the other parts of the movie are like, well, the Sith are evil. Like yeah. the the fucking makeup, the crazy makeup after after uh, Palpatine uh, basically lightning himself. Yeah. I love the way he always sticks out his hands when yeah. he does the lightning stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's he's he's having so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love. I can't fault him for one bit. Yeah, 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 Sorry, yeah. keep going. But yeah, it's like I mean, there's all this other stuff about the the, the Sith being evil. There's the whole background theme of like uh, you know uh, power grabs and corruption. Yeah, and clearly he's evil, and it's like. There's a lot of in the movie where okay, I get thematically that the Jedi aren't great mm-hmm. and like they're they they're a bad institution and all this stuff, but still like there's so much in the movie where well the Sith are clearly fucking evil. It's like so to say that like from my point of view the Jedi are evil and like agree to disagree. I'm like 
No, I mean, it's like, dude, like... It's, they should show, because obviously what they're trying to do is they should show the appeal of the dark side a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. They should yeah, show, yeah, like... Yeah. It actually being seductive. Yeah. Rather than being like, oh, ugly Palpatine makeup and, like, uh, yeah. and corruption. Like, like yeah. make it... Like, there's a great tragic story there yeah. that you kind of fill in the blanks in if you've just seen the original trilogy. Yeah. Where Obi-Wan's talking about, like... Like, like, basically, there's the great betrayal, yeah. essentially. Uh, and I feel like George Lucas has it in his brain, and he just... It's what you said. It's the execution. He fumbled the execution. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, and that's what's, like... And, and, like, and the Clone Wars actually explore this whole idea of, like, the Jedi not being so great more, uh, and, and that makes it actually, like, palpable. That actually, in hindsight, makes the yeah. prequels better. I definitely, uh, re-watching the prequels, I really want to watch. I've never seen Clone yeah, Wars, but I really want to check it out. Yeah, it's great. And I think, like, um, and they get into this, you know, the, you know, the, the, how, like, the, the moral, pull, you know, duality isn't, is a bit more artificial. Yeah. And they get into more of that stuff. And I, I see that as a theme where it's like, the Jedi failed Anakin. Yes. But, like, at the same time, they don't, in that movie, in those movies, they don't make it as clear as they, and it's like, you know, as, as a, as a Star Wars fan going in and like ha- being being entrenched in the mythos of the Jedi, mm-hmm. essentially for myself, having seen the other movies, having like played the games and being like the Jedi are always good, they don't make enough of a case because like the stuff that Anakin gets upset about for the, the with the Jedi seems really petty. It does. It's stuff like we don't grant you the rank of master. Exactly. I don't like, like like come on, dude. Of course they're not just gonna give you master because fucking a senator said yeah i don't know yeah they do just make him like it should be actual things like he should be there being like oh no i can actually see that like our ideals are being uh messed with you should see something like essentially the the prequels kind of turn jedi into these intergalactic you know cops or whatever yeah and you should see them doing stuff that's like copy in a bad way yeah yeah you should see it being a little bit like training day a little bit yeah yes yes like like you see the cops and you're like ah I don't know if what you did is okay. I, I think you yeah. just like like maybe they 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 uh they're 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 doing space crimes. You know, maybe there's a few dirty Jedi out there. Right. Yeah, I mean yeah. obviously because you have the whole thing with a force, so they might be able to tell those sort of things. But like maybe there are some th- things that are more morally dubious. Um maybe put them more in control of like creating the clones or something. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. they're doing um I don't know. And so, so okay, so I'll talk a little bit about this because, um, so yeah, I get, yeah, I get that. It's like, um, uh, because the way, the way the climactic part where like, uh, it's like Anakin has to make his choice. Yeah. Is like, I mean, dude, from the outside, it looks like good versus evil and he just picks evil because his, he has an internal shit that he, he has, he wants to save his wife, right? Yeah. And it's like, but it's like, well, you know, if you if you backed away from the mythos that had had already been created, it's like well, okay, it's actually like, well, this is like this is a constitutional crisis essentially. So mm-hmm. it's not as in like if you backed away, it's not as clear, but it's not it's portrayed very much as good as evil inside the movie. Yeah, and then also okay, so on the they could do a better job portraying, and also, yeah. um, like like you could also go something of like oh like, and I think this is where they were trying to go is the Jedi have kind of you know lost their teeth a little bit they they don't go after evil as as quickly yeah i don't know yeah uh, well so so i was gonna say in the clone wars they they make the point it's like well the jet the jedi are basically become generals yeah and like and frontline soldiers and like super soldiers 
And and they make kind of the point that like, is this really what we should be doing? Yeah, because they should we really be like the leaders in this war? Because they they've essentially become just cops, and that's yeah 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 is essentially that the Jedi have essentially become instead of just like. They shouldn't just be warriors. They should yeah. be so much more. Yeah. And, and that's what the prequels kind of turn them into, and I think that's part of what shows this sort of yeah. rot. Yes. Uh, institutional yes. rot. Um, and, and like... But the they clone... could do a better job exploring that. Yes. Like that... Which, again, is what the Clone Wars does, yeah. which makes... Yeah. Uh, but, like, it, since those are the main movies, it almost feels like they put the onus on the watcher to figure that out. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the complaint. That's and obviously, like, 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 good art or whatever does sometimes put the onus into the watcher, but, like, into the viewer. But there's a different responsibility um, on, on that, I feel like, for a major blockbuster like the Star Wars series. Yeah, it's like, you should spell it out a little bit. Sometimes longer. spell it out. Yeah, I mean, especially like, if it's a kid's movie. Yeah, not like, not not in, you know, spell it out in the showing way. Not Obviously, we're still not saying yeah. tell, but, like, spell uh, it out in, in a more showy way. Have you, sorry, this is a bit of a pivot. Have you seen The Mandalorian? No, I haven't yet. I, I don't have Disney Plus yet. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, talk to me. Talk, talk to me after this recording. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah. can maybe get you a... Uh, <laughs> I have Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, so. I'll just share my password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With you, not the fucking viewers. Do you think you're going to get my password? Yeah, you. Entitled brat. Yeah, entitled brat. Um, <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that's what I want from Star Wars right now. Oh yeah, it's okay. the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian okay. is doing like like it's not like it's just a small told story. A lot of people are comparing it to like Xena Warrior Princess yeah. or say like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. In the sense that it's kind of like there's an overarching plot, but every episode is sort of a monster of the week sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me that's like that's burn notice. Yeah. And it's just like exploring this one side of the universe. It's like doing something a little different. The Jedi aren't the main thing. Force isn't really the main thing. Yeah. Not that I mean the forces in it a little bit yeah um but like you know you're seeing another side of the universe you don't really get to see that much you're not wrapped up in the fucking war yeah um so you just get to see people living a little bit in like the backdrop of the world like it very much is a western okay. it very much feels like a western like a lot of westerns have this theme of uh, of taking place right after the Civil War. Yeah. And, and sometimes you get, like... The rail, construction of the railroads, for, yeah. specifically for Westerns, yeah. But a lot of time you see a little bit of a, the post-war fallout, and yeah. you also see, like, you know, there are still Confederate loyalists around. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, um, a, big, that's a big part of it, yeah. And that's... that. Very, there's a direct correlation to uh, Mandalorian doing Okay. That. It's yeah. very much a Western slash samurai movie. Uh, it's great. I'm loving it. Um... You know, I won't say everything about it's perfect, but, like, that's what I want Star from Star Wars right yeah, now. Yeah, just, like, more branch out and yeah. explore more and, like, take some genre tropes from somewhere else and, like, see how that fits in. Yeah. It's, like, space western. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's doing something different with the universe. Because, um, like, I feel like I'm just done with this the, the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. It's just tiresome to me now. Yeah. And, and The Mandalorian was a fresh... It, it, I don't know. It made me enjoy Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's good. I very much recommend. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that's that's some, that's kind of like how I enjoy the other some of the other media like that I've consumed with it. Like X. Well, I mean, X Wing is a main is like partially a mainline story, especially towards the end of Star Wars. But actually, for the most part, it's like 
it's you know rebellion in infancy type of thing. Luke is not ever is not involved yet. Yeah, we're just like we're just like trying to scout shit and run away and like do a hit and run and run away and blah blah blah. So like it gives you that flavor. Tie Fighter is fun because it's like well you, you get to play the bad guys, but they have overwhelming resources. You get yeah. all this shit. You get like you get all like you get like. 20 wingmen or whatever the fuck right and uh and it's uh and you're just kind of like policing i mean it show it kind of shows the interesting like it shows kind of the moral gray area a little bit because it's like you can you fight pirates right and it's like the rebels have like these allies that are not great for example and it's like you you bring order to a system you actually do that it's like some parts of the campaign or you bring order to a system because like i mean they have a civil war and you're like well no just fuck it i mean we're taking over so your civil war is done whatever so you show a little bit of that. That sounds cool. And it's a fun thing. You get to, I mean, that you quote unquote get to fly next to Darth Vader and save the Emperor and all that shit. But you know, it's whatever. It just, it's a pretext for a mission. Have you read any of the Star Wars comics? No, not comics. I've, uh, I've read the book. I've read like the, the Thrawn trilogy and like one or two of the X-Wing books. Uh, a couple years ago, because, you know, Disney owns Marvel, Disney owns Star Wars. So they started putting out these new... Disney, or not Disney, but new Marvel Star Wars books. Yeah, I've heard they're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they're canonical, uh, or whatever. There was, like, this Darth Vader one from a couple years ago specifically. I've heard that's really good. It's yeah. really, yeah. it's really good. Um, I'm a really big fan of it. And that's, like, really fun. You get to, like, watch, uh, you know, sort of... Um, I don't know. It's, kind of, it's always fun following the bad guy in those movies. Because yeah. that's what's... So good about the original trilogy is you've got Darth Vader, who's just arguably one of the great, like the greatest bad yeah, guy yeah. of all time. Yeah, uh, and he's uh, the the comic kind of starts with him figuring out that the guy who blew up the Death Star was Luke Skywalker, was his son. Yeah, um, oh, there's this like really cool moment where he's sitting there. He tasks a couple bounty hunters to go hunt down. You know, to fi- to to give to bring him Luke Skywalker before he knows his name's Luke Skywalker, um, and, and Bubba Fett is one of them. And Bubba Fett comes back to him. He's like, "I wasn't able to get him, uh, but I do have his name. His name is Skywalker." And and, and Darth Vader is just this. Oh, I love like just the way they pace the comic. Is is Darth Vader's like okay, leave, and you just see like he has a couple flashbacks of him and um, Padme. And then you just see his like fist shaking, and, and he's staring out at space from wherever he is, and the windows are just cracking because he's just like, "Oh my god, I have a son!" And he's he's on the other side, and he's just, "Oh, it's so good." Uh, and that's like one of the earlier issues, okay, yeah. but specifically, I'm talking about the Kieran Gillen run. That's K I E R O N uh, G I L L E N. I believe his last name is spelled. Um, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I recommend it. Um, there, there's also a Jason Aaron Star Wars that goes concurrently with that. That's mm-hmm. also okay, but the Darth Vader one's like yeah, Chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I also so let's see. Oh, and he's got an evil R two D two, and he's mm-hmm. got an evil C three PO, and there's this woman called Doctor Aphra who I think people are mixed on. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she's the one who hangs out with the evil droids. Yeah, uh, which okay. is fun. Yeah, uh, the, uh, have you ever played Jedi Knight, the original? I, let's see, Star Wars video games. I've played Super Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Uh, which I never got past the first couple levels. It sounds like SNES. Yeah, that was yeah. a Super Nintendo game. I've played, 
Empire at War. Okay. Which is like uh, RTS. It's an RTS. Yeah. yeah. I've played. There was one, and this is why I like gave a little note of recognition when you were talking about X Wing. I don't know if it was that game, but I remember I used to go to my friend Josh's house growing up, like as a little kid, and he had one that was like, you're in one of the the spaceships. Was it uh, okay? Was it uh, external view? Like I think it's interior view. Interior view? Okay. Yeah. That might be like one of the X-Wing friends. It's X-Wing, then TIE Fighter, then X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, which had multiplayer. I have. And a lot of people seem to love this one, but my computer that has Steam stopped working, so I've barely played this one. Uh, I, I I have Knights of the Old Republic. Or people. Yeah. People, people are obsessed shit. with that one. Um, I think they're making something about that, actually. Yeah. Which, be, which I think is awesome. That um, makes sense. I, I haven't played it. I played so the the, the ones that stick out to me are, are the X Wing series, the two X Wing series ones that I played, Jedi Knight and Jedi Knight Two. And Jedi Knight was like it's like the first time in a video game you get to hold the fucking lightsaber. That yeah, that's what you want to do, man. It's fucking awesome. And then uh, it's first person, although you can switch to third person for the lightsaber parts. Okay. Um, you get a force pull shit. So like, I mean, I mean, the force is overpowered in this. It's because it's a game, and yeah, and it needs to be general. So you can jump really high. You can run really fast. You can uh, force pull disarms people. So and, and you just take away their take away their weapons. Uh, the lightsaber blocking the blocking the um, incoming lasers is really effective a lot. And you can reflect and like when you get better, when you get more force power, you reflect it back. You know what? I think you know how like Best Buy they've got demos of games. Yeah, I think when I was a kid, I might have played that one. Oh yeah, one of those. I used to spend way too much time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. playing those Best Buy demos. Oh yeah, me too, man. I, I've played a few hours of Donkey Kong sixty four, and I've never owned it. <laughs> just at the Best Buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got healing. I mean, light side ones are kind of more boring. It's like healing. Persuasion, which is Jedi, Jedi mind. Oh, so healing was already there. Yeah, healing was in was in canon already, or I mean, not in canon, but yeah. in the universe already. You could do absorb. Uh, so Jedi mind trick in that one, you kind of go invisible, but it's kind of weird because it doesn't work on the Dark Jedi. There's absorb, I think, which is you when Dark Side users attack you, you take instead of hurting, you take that and refill refills your force bar. I forget the fourth power. Um, the Dark Side ones are the more fun ones. You got you got the, the old choke, good old choke. That's fucking. That's such a classic. Yeah, such a classic. Then you got you got the throw, which I later realized was from Empire when when Darth Vader like pummels Luke with all the shit. You got force throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, sounds yeah. not as cool, but it's like I mean I get where. No, that comes if you from. get to fucking telepath, telekinetic, telekinesis, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah, I like that this has turned into just first. First, going real hard on the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> no, we're just talking about things we like yeah, about Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. You know what? That's the thing. Rise of Skywalker, good or bad. You know what's cool? Fucking Star Wars. The rest of it. Star, is, Wars, Star Wars is cool. Wars cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like. Yeah. Star get, Wars. You get to use Force Lightning and Jedi. You get to use Force, Force Lightning. Lightning. Yeah. And even just telekinesis. That's cool. Force yeah, choking that's cool. people. Like disarming people with Force pull. That's fucking awesome. It's like yeah. yeah reflecting laser bolts with your, with your lightsaber without having to do anything you're just like you just stand there like you no control inputs and then like your your character just fucking reflects shit oh but if they got another lightsaber do you think they'd be able to end the sith once and for all <laughs> i don't know man because because that's all it took was two lightsabers, two lightsabers. i'm sorry <laughs> two lightsabers <laughs> 
I don't actually. I don't. I, I've seen a lot of people complaining about that yeah. one. I think it's. I don't know. At there that were, point, I was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were some mods in the game where I think it's uh one of them. I played mods and there were multiplayer mods. I played this on. I, I don't. I forget. I think it's like Game Spy maybe. Mm-hmm. But they there was one called uh, Saber Battle X, which like gives you more moves. You can like roll around and shit. That's, I feel like that's a big thing for uh, for force users. They roll a lot. They roll a lot. They roll a lot. Yeah. They jump real high. They uh, they give you. I think they give you the double ended lightsaber. I don't know if they give you. The, that's the coolest one. They don't know. I don't know if they give you the akimbo, but yeah, it was fun. What, what, is akimbo using two two yeah two okay. at the same time? Because I, I know they've got that Daniel Radcliffe movie that just had a trailer come out today called Guns Akimbo, which is yeah. Does that mean two, he has two I two guns, trailer. one in each hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is cool. Like whenever somebody has two lightsabers, they yeah, just go. Whoop, yeah, whoop, whoop, yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. Right now, I'm currently um, flourishing. I'm wielding two lightsabers. He's flourishing. I'm flourishing the. By now, I've cut off one of my arms, both <laughs> yeah, of them. Both. Uh, of them. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know what is cool about Phantom Menace? That that fight with Darth Maul. Oh God, that's so cool. It's yeah, so cool. It's so you got cool. Duel of the Fates going. Duel of Fates is cool. Duel of Fates. Oh man, Darth Maul is cool. Darth Maul is so cool. Uh, can I, we talk about Solo a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just, just, like, just want I think I might have said this before, but I wanted to make the point that I remember the um the the moves Darth Maul does is basically if you if you played Soul Calibur, yeah, his move the move set from Darth Maul is very very close to that of Kiwix. So the Kiwix, Kiwix was my guy. Kiwix is a staff fighter, right? Yeah. So if you do if you go to the weapon demonstration, you'll be like. And and you watch some of the stuff that Ray Park does, both inside of Star Wars and like outside, just for because he's like a martial artist. Yeah, and yeah. you'll see the move sets are basically that's where it comes from. It's like the, cool. it's the staff fighting. Yeah, that is cool. You know what? The double sided lightsaber was always cool. Yeah. Uh, I really Loki wish Ray had turned to the dark side and used the double and lightsaber. used the double sided lightsaber. The weird, weird one that like that, it like, can be two blades going the same direction, or yeah, I guess it could also be like Darth Maul. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. That was a cool moment, but didn't come to very much. No, it really So didn't. let's talk about Solo then, right? Okay. So yeah. You, you just watched it, I guess. Uh, I got watched it like last week. Okay. Uh, but I, I knew Darth Maul was in it. I knew that. Yeah. Spoilers. Too late. Uh, Too late. I mean, we should have could have spoiled it, but I mean, look. I mean, Solo's such like a nothing. I don't know. Because I didn't feel the need to see it for forever. Yeah. And then I finally watched it after I'd seen The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I don't know. I I liked some of it, and then so much of it because like the design of it was really cool. Like the 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 opening scene where he's just like on a scrappy planet, yeah, and he's got this weird Corellia actually. Right? Yeah, Corellia is really cool, in my opinion, at least. Like the little chase on it's kind of cool. The what, what's her name? Like Pro- Lady Proxima. Okay, she's the. The, the the fucking bug that oh. uh, burns in the sunlight. Yeah. And she's in there for like the first two minutes. I was like, oh, she's she's kind of cool. And then they keep just ham-fisting and like throwing things in. Uh, just basically, you know, all the character growth that Han Solo does in the original trilogy. Apparently he already went through all that before. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's kind of lame. And no one can play. I mean, that's, that's the reason I was never interested in this movie is... Han Solo is not interesting unless he's Harrison Ford. Right. Like, it's just a different character if it's not Harrison Ford, it feels like. Yeah, he's very grizzled. Yeah. And, and like, and by the time, like, I mean, I mean, like, I forget, well, who's the, what is the actor's name? Uh, Alden Ehrenreich, uh, right? Yeah. And he's fine as it, but he's, like, yeah. very happy as it. And I'm like, he's, he's, he's having too much fun, almost. He's, 
which is funny to see. It, it's yeah. it's it's an impossible task. Yeah. It's I don't think he did a bad job. I just don't think it was possible to do a good right, job. Right. Unless he was a literal clone of Harrison Ford. Uh you, you just can't and also just no one needs that movie. Yeah. We don't Han Solo is cool because he's an enigmatic side character. You need him to work off to be like, you know, you need him to have a main character to work off of to be a foil of. And it just, yeah. when he is that guy, it's just not, I don't know. Uh, I got to the train heist and then the train heist ended and then the movie was just, it just, it was just, it just kept going. And, 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 and I guess, and also here's the ending of that movie is the ending is land. He goes to the planet where Lando Calrissian is, uh, yeah is gambling. Yes. And he's like, all right, I'm going to... Because they need to give him the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Um, uh, because that's the issue with any prequel, is that you have to end the character at exactly the same point they started the next movie, even though that's not for another 10 years that's, of his life. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but that's the thing with Star Wars. Even though that movie was clearly gearing up for a sequel for a Solo 2, uh, a duo, uh-huh. um, uh... The fucking ending scene is he essentially goes in and he beats Lando Calrissian in that gambling thing. Basically, the last scene is just him going, hey, you know how you put the the woman you love, the robot you love, in, in this plane? I'm going to steal that now. I'm going to... Not plane, spaceship. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's like it's like a weird mean note to end the movie on. Uh, okay. Where he and Lando didn't even seem like friends anymore because the last moment they had together... Lando was like, I hate you. My girlfriend's dead. Uh, not his girlfriend, but, you know, the robot said she was in love with him. And then they put the robot in the Millennium Falcon. And then Han Solo is just like, I love this ship so much. And I'm going to I'm gonna swindle you. I'm, I know you think that you're not actually, you don't have anything on the line because you think that your cheating is going well. But... Actually, I am gonna win this ship for me. I don't know. It just seems mean. I, okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I'm. 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 I'm talking about weird nonsense. I think it's a dumb movie. Okay. Uh, but I think it's fun in the first thirty minutes or so, and then they. I don't. I'm sorry. We shouldn't have talked about Solo. <laughs> I have nothing to say about Solo. <laughs> it was like. I mean, again, for me, it was a decent entertainment product, and then yeah, like, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't feel that strongly about it. I mean, there were a couple moments where where it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't feel that strongly about it. Thematically, it's like okay, it's also a whatever. It's a nothing movie, and then like uh, plot wise, it's kind of a nothing movie. Decent entertainment product and a few good moments is what I remember of it. My there's a moment. It's he meets Chewbacca, and he says, "What's your name?" And Chewbacca says, "Chewbacca," but in his language. Yes. And and, and Han Solo looks at him and says, "Hmm." That's a little too long for me to say every time. Uh, one, they had just met. Do you know how long you're going to be with this guy? Number two, do we need an origin story for the fact that you call your friend by Chewy? Chewy? Yeah. What? We don't need an origin story. Like, like that yeah. movie felt like it decided we needed too many origin stories. <laughs> uh, we needed an origin story for the Kessel Run. We needed, uh, you know. Just... Oh, I mean, okay. One fun part of it is like kind of the plots within plots, but it did get convoluted. A little yeah. bit. I'm like, this doesn't need to be Ocean's Eleven or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, I think if because Phil Lord and Chris Miller, 
who are the guys who did the Lego movie. They did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. They did 21 and 22 Jump Street. They were originally on it, and then Star Wars kicked them off uh, three weeks before they finished shooting. So most of the movie was already made. And apparently they pretty much reshot the whole movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and you can feel that. And I feel like it would have been an interesting movie if we had gotten their vision. Yeah. Uh, or, seeing as... Or just any one consistent vision. Yeah. For that, for that matter. That's so, the thing with Star Wars nowadays, is it's a committee-driven thing. Yeah. Uh, and it used to have this one enigmatic guy who would... Like, look, there were other people around him saying no, vetoing his ideas, and occasionally giving him other ideas, but it was still one creative guy. Still his vision, yeah. Yeah. Um... Like or dislike George Lucas, I think the issue with the prequels is that the the thing with the original trilogy is people told him no. Yeah. And, and then, the thing with the prequels is no one told him no. Told him no. Yeah. Uh, and I think you just kind of get George Lucas in there and then just tell him no when you when you feel like you got to tell him no. Yeah. yeah. That's how you make a good start. I don't know. Or make the Mandalorian. Or or yeah, but apparently <laughs> or apparently make the TV series. Yeah. Which are actually good. Really make good. something on low stakes. Here's the thing about Mandalorian is it's not like groundbreaking. Yeah. It's just that's all I need from Star Wars right now. It's yeah, what the Mandalorian's doing. It's like it's like it's kind of like an improv thing, or it's like slice of life. Just give us some nice shit and yeah. some interesting things to think about. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be world ending stakes. The Come big world ending stakes has already happened. We've already seen those movies. Yeah. So now we just want to live in that world for a little bit. Yeah. So let us look at Star Wars. All right. Is there? Do we have more to talk about in Star Wars? No. Succession. How about Succession? Succession? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we determined before this episode started that I've only seen three episodes. Yeah. Because uh, I thought I saw like five. Uh, yeah. So but right. I have a bad memory. I, I'm As I've told Eco before we started recording, I am watching it with somebody. So I'm watching it at the pace in which you have to watch it with somebody else. Yeah. Um, and we also got wrapped up in this other TV show yes. called The Circle. Which is a fun little reality TV show. Which look, look, it's not as good as Succession. It's still fun, but it's a fun ass show. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. I am excited to watch the next four episodes of that show. Let me tell you that. Uh, Succession's great. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's great. It's excellent. Uh, I watched the first episode twice, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because I watched it once, and then she said, "Hey." We should watch Succession, uh, and so I had to start it over again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, actually, it was more of I watched the first episode, texted her, "Oh, Succession's pretty good," and then she was like, "Didn't we say we were going to watch that together?" Uh, so that was really that was all on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's good. Uh, Kieran Culkin, uh, oh, yeah. Roman, Roman. Uh, Roy. He's a He's a douche, but he's so much fun. He's he's, a he's lot the of fun. kind of guy you want to you just want to keep watching. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, really he's really fun in this. He is. Um, um, my my favorite dynamic in in the so like yeah. in the first season is uh, is Tom and Greg. Tom and Greg is interesting. Yeah, he's so much because it's like I, I think it's fun. I don't I don't like either of them that much individual. Right. Yeah. 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 Because they're both. They're both the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. And so Tom is just like it's, oh whatever it's just me and this guy. Yeah. This is the one person I'm above. That's that's why it's so much fun. Because so, you see him getting shat on everywhere else. Yeah. And then as soon as he was he's with Greg, he's like, I get to be the big dog here. Yeah. What the oh. Oh, that was like so funny when I saw that. Oh, it's 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 the first scene where they're together at like the baseball game. Yeah. Uh 
and he's just like, oh, so you're, and he, he he's not even good at being the big boy. Right, he's, he's so bad at it. Um, but he's so used to being bottom of the totem pole, having to suck up to everyone else, yeah. that he's just like, I, I gotta try this out, I gotta I got, put this I, on. I gotta, yeah. Uh, and, and Greg's just kind of weird and clueless, but also, like, doesn't feel that clueless. I feel like, you right. know, like Greg's a... Greg's gonna push him his way past Tom before long. I mean, he's obviously you know uh, a little bit of a wet behind the ear, ears, as they say. He's, yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, he, he's a little pothead. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> I I also love like like the um the way Logan like Stonewall's conversation sometimes. He's yeah. like, eh, and he's like. And it's just that everybody else is so afraid of him that they don't ask for a clear to clarify. Yeah, he, he's just like, well, maybe, maybe, then we'll talk about it later. And they're just like, uh, uh, okay, they try to ask one thing more, and they're like, he's like, Ugh. I love the way he talks to Kendall because uh, Kendall sucks. <laughs> and, uh, I, I mean, here's the thing: is like, is like Roman sucks because like he does the whole thing in the first episode where. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Where where he does he's like, hey, I'll give you a million dollars if you can get a home run, and then uh, the kid doesn't make the home run, and he's like, well, shit's out of luck. Terrence the check in front of him, yep. and you're like, oh, Roman's a shitty guy because yeah. for the, for everything leading up to that, you're kind of rooting for Roman. He's the coolest guy. He's cool. Here's the thing: he's... is he's still cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was such a shitty thing to do, but he's he's such like a delicious asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that. In, in Kendall's a pathetic asshole. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a pathetic asshole who you want to watch lose. Ken, Roman, you're like, this is a fictional TV show, and he's fun. You know, he he's he's the Lannisters in Game of Thrones. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, where, you know, he's a shitty guy, but, like, he's our shitty guy. He's yeah. He's great to watch. Yeah. Um, uh, whereas Kendall's just, like... He's the fuck up. He's he he's the yeah. Up. He's Straight the fails. He's the Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. Uh, um, whereas Roman's the. I don't think there's a good Trump. Right. I mean, obviously, this show's not about the Trumps. It's about the Murdochs. But right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 so I just love when like I love the moment in that first episode where where Logan's like, yeah, I'm gonna give it a couple more years, and Kendall confronts him. Uh, and Logan's like, you know, sometimes it is a big, it is a dick measuring contest. Right, yeah. And yeah. just watching him shut down Kendall all the time. The last episode I watched, um, you see Kendall making moves the whole episodes, the whole episode, and then he, he thinks he finally saved the company, and then he runs up to tell daddy that he saved the company, and, and then his daddy goes and he's like, he, he's in full stroke mode, so we can barely yeah. even talk. And he goes, oh, I remember now. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's just he 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 just struggles to to say it, but he says it even though he's struggling to say it. He's just going, you, you fucking idiot, and it, 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 he's struggling to say it, but like it's so fucking powerful. Yeah, uh, Brian Cox just owning the scene. Great, great I love actor. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start, I started to remember that because it's like yeah, yeah. Because he I think he tries he secures financing to sell part of the company. I think. Yeah. And then later in the episode, you see Greg talking to the guy who gave them the financing. He's talking to uh, Logan Roy's worst enemy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a good show. It's a good show. I don't have much to say about it. I've only seen a few episodes. Yeah. Uh, oh, it gets so good. Yeah. Fuck. I think we're watching some this weekend. So. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. It's a good show. 
All right. Anything more to say about the medias? Uh, do you have any opinions on the Oscars? The Oscar nominations came in. I don't. I, I didn't yeah. even look at them. I, I have a lot of opinions, but I also know that I don't think you've seen most of the movies. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, you can still I, I say think, that. I think the Oscars uh, fucked it up big time on a lot of things. Okay. Uh, what are some of your biggest ones? There's a lot of things. Uh... I mean, I my least favorite movie that I saw this year. In part, like there are maybe worse movies, but it's the one that like just irked me the most. Was Joker, and I got okay. eleven nominations. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, uh, I got mo- the most nominations. Um, and there's a lot of acting stuff that I'm a little pissed about. Um, I mean, obviously, it's like all white people except for one woman who played a slave, which like. It just feels like the Academy saying, one, you can only give you can only give people of color a nomination if they're playing like something as harrowing as a slave. Like they can't Right. And yeah. the thing is there are so many other great like that was a movie like no one saw. Whereas Lupita Nuenga Nyunga, yeah, fuck. I'm Lupita Why can't I talk right now? I'm I, I have too many feelings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she did great in us. Uh, and I apologize for fucking up your name, and I realize that as I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to, like, say the Academy is racist, it kind of sucks that I am fumbling over your name, and I feel like a shitbag. Uh, but know. also there were so many other, um, other people, like, nobody from Parasite got nominated, uh, Aquafina didn't get nominated for The Farewell, um, only men got nominated for Best Director, and, like... The thing is, it was a really good year for female directors. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at Little Women, which was spectacular, Greta Gerwig would be great in that. You fucking nominated Todd Phillips for Joker. Todd Phillips, I, I, it's like, like even if it, it's he does, there are twenty directors, men and women, who were so much better than he was this year. Um, and, and the fact that he got nominated pissed me off. Uh, Adam Sandler should have gotten nominated for Best Actor. Uh, Elizabeth Moss should have been nominated for Best Actress for Her Smell, but no one saw that. I didn't expect her to get nominated. Um, there are some others. Wait, I have a whole list. Yeah. I think too much about the Oscars. I was going to, like, post a thing online the other day that was just, these are what I would have nominated. Yeah. And then I felt really weird about that. Let's see. Um... Yeah, Uncut Gems didn't get recognized at all. Uncut Gems is great. The Farewell didn't get recognized at all. That that was a good movie. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, Aquafina should have been recognized. Um, Elizabeth Moss, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, I why can't I say her name? Like I I feel like I said it right when we were talking about Moss. From Star Wars earlier. Oh, I don't. I don't. Actually, I don't know how to how to pronounce her last name. I, I've never checked. I just. I've only read it. I've never brought her up in conversation. But uh, Willem Dafoe should have been nominated for the Lighthouse. He's there screaming about Poseidon oh. in a weird old timey sailor voice. Um, Margot Robbie got nominated for uh, Bombshell, which admittedly I haven't seen, but I feel like if you're going to nominate her for supporting actor, nominate her for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, Scarlett Johansson got nominated twice, and she was good in both movies. But I don't think good enough to get 
two nominations over other people. Mm-hmm. Though at the same time, I think Florence Florence Pugh should have gotten two nominations because she got nominated for Little Women, but she was really good at Midsummer, uh, which is my favorite movie of the year. Those are my main ones. Those are okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uncut Gems and The Farewell should have been. We, uh, I recognize. I, I recommend them. Uncut Gems and Farewell. Uncut Gems, best like like it's Adam Sandler at his at his best. It's not necessarily him doing what you're used to him doing, but it's also something that only he could do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like it's him in a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool, and it's a very Jewish movie. Okay. <laughs> Is he Jewish? Yeah, Adam Sandler. Okay. Oh, he's hella Jewish. He wrote the Hanukkah song. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> His last name doesn't sound. I mean, no. Uh, I mean, I feel like there are a lot of Jews that have sand at the beginning of their name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that much. I'm just from an, as an outsider. I'm like I had no idea. A lot of Jewish Adams out there too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's he's Adam Sandler's hella Jewish. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Uh, anything else in, in media? No. No. Man. I. That's pretty much it. I. Um, Trying to struggle even to think like what I've seen recently. Just, you want I mean, watching any shows other than? No, I'm, I've got some other stuff going. On, which we should like. Like I think we. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's about time to wrap up anyway, so yeah. we can move on to. Some what, are you, what are you working on, man? Plugs. So I'm uh, okay. So I got the show at the Second City, uh, seventh. It's the MI Five Musical Improv. Yeah. Uh, graduation shows essentially. Oh, when uh, are those? The those are seven thirty on Sundays at in the Skybox. So come catch me there. It's they're a lot of fun. How long are those going on? The six more weeks. Six more weeks. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, catch me there. I'm also trying to st- going to start some type of songwriting oriented meetup that also maybe deals with mental health or psychology within that. Well, that sounds hopefully. Cool. So um, look for that. Right now, the tenant name is songs. Right songs yeah. on uh, comma right as an R I G H T question mark. Um, you should post that on our on our Facebook sure, page. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I, it's still very early stages. But yeah, no, well, like when you have it figured yeah, 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 out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's most of what I have going on right now. Oh, I'm producing somebody, a friend's album, Shady Mike. He plays, uh, he's a guitar player, shredder. He plays in the subways. You may have seen him in, in around Jackson or Blue Line Stop, Red Line Stop, etc. He uh, uh, does the, what's, he's calling it an EP, it's an EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one that's gonna be released sooner. And it's called Stations Creations. Just watch for that. It's uh, I'm I've written pretty much the drums and the bass for that, and oh, he's he's written the guitar. I mean, it's it's his songs. Don't get yeah. me wrong, it's his songs, and I'm just like composing stuff that works with it. But yeah, you orchestrated around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's some dope shit. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, I I have nothing, so I'm just I'm letting you. All right, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get all my plugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. Follow me on Twitter. I might, I might post. I've been meaning to post. I was gonna. It was about the Oscars. Yeah. And then I didn't. I was gonna do the Goldies. Yeah. Oh yeah. My favorite Hell yeah. award show. Hell yeah. But like, also, uh, there was an actress named Elsie Fisher who just put something out called the Elsies. Uh-huh. She's actually famous and like doing shit. Yeah. And uh, they're better. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I feel feel like the wind was taken up from under me. Uh, even though, like, I was really crafting this long thing, and halfway through, I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> hey, I say just post it anyways. I might. I... Spark some discussion. Yeah, so, I don't know. Keep an eye on my social media. Maybe I'll post that. Uh, I don't know. 
I wanted to write a little blurb with all the my nominees, and um, I don't know if they're good or not. It's really self-indulgent, pretentious. Whatever. It means nothing, but, like, I don't know. I like award season. It's dumb, and I get heated over it, and it but it's kind of nice to be angry about something dumb. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a lot of political feelings. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to care about movies. Uh, when the world sucks. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm good. That sounds like I'm bad. <laughs> I'm good. Uh yeah. 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 I like caring about movies. Movies are great. I like them. Uh yeah. Uh go see Eco Shows. Boom. Seven more Thank six you. or seven six, more six weeks. More, six more. Seven thirty Donnie Skybox on Sundays. Yep. Uh and keep an eye out for his songwriting group. Yeah, and keep an eye out for Goldies. The Goldies! Boom! Oh. Uh I already wrote in them the host of the Goldies this year. It's Babu Freak. Oh Bobby. yeah, Babu Freak. Babu Freak. Because the Star Wars wasn't gonna be, I wasn't gonna nominate Star Wars for anything. <laughs> so like somebody host. Look, Star Wars happened. Uh Babu Freak's cool. Yeah. And I like the Power Ranger lady. Yeah. Uh I like that she exists because I liked Power Rangers growing up and Pink Power Ranger was my first crush and she kinda oh, looked yeah. like the Pink Power Ranger, if she was a villain. Yeah. Even though she wasn't a villain in that movie. I get that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, and I like Carrie Russell. Yeah. And even though Carrie Russell's face is covered the entire time, I'm like, you know what? That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she and Bobby Frick are cool. They're they're in a ship together. Yeah. Even though you think they're dead. That's another death fake out. There's like eight death fake outs. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh... Yeah, that's that's for X, Y, and Z. That's for Eco and Zach. Yeah, same. Bye. Bye. Bye.